Welcome to Meaningful Minutes, a podcast provided by Beautiful Outcome, where we are passionate about the adventure of creating lives of meaning. I'm your host, Julia Woods, and today we're going to talk about what are you committed to cause. In life, the one thing we can count on is change. Nothing stays the same. The gift of change is it's constantly bringing to us new possibilities. Yet how often do we resist those new possibilities? How often do we show up to a gathering of people preparing ourselves what to say, thinking about who is going to be there and how we feel about them and how we're going to interact with them? Or do you ever show up to a gathering with an excuse lined up in case things go the way it's gone before? You have an out of how to get out of where you don't think you want to be. You know, in our hearts, we know that change is is inevitable. But in our minds, we deceive ourselves to think that things will always remain the same. By doing this, it gives us a sense of control. Yet that sense of control is simply an illusion, an illusion of control and manipulation that we create. I don't know about you, but for myself, like, I don't really want to experience my past again, or at least that's what I tell myself. But the reality is, as I imagine that people are going to be the same and events are going to be the same, I actually intentionally recreating my past without realizing it because I know that I was able to survive my past. So there's a sense of comfort. I know I can get through it again. And as I prepare myself and live into these cycles or patterns, I actually am recreating it. When I think about my childhood and these patterns, there's an immediate pattern that comes to my mind and it's connected to Christmas at my grandmother's house. There was definitely a pattern of how things went or a cycle. I remember one of the first things that stands out to me about the cycle is the days and weeks leading up to the holiday gathering at my grandmother's, we would begin to hear my mother express her dread, how she didn't want to go and you know, all this kind of conversation was what we would hear her saying. Another part of the pattern that I recall is the tension that was in the air the morning that we prepared to go. All of us kids needed to be in our Sunday best, you know, tip-top shape as we prepared to go to my grandmother's house. And in that tension, we would all get into the big van and drive the long distance to my grandmother's, and it never failed. My parents would get in a very large fight. Us kids all sat in the back of the, the van, gripped with fear and anxiety, wondering how big is this fight going to get? How out of control is it going to be? Yet, as we drove into my grandmother's driveway, somehow magically unspoken, we all knew, put a smile on your face and act like everything's fine. Even though we just went through a pretty significant hate fest on the way here, when we get out, let it look like we're one happy, big happy family. The next step of the pattern was we would arrive to children in the basement, adults upstairs. We had tons of fun. That would be followed by This amazing spread, my grandmother would spread out as that was how she expressed her love to us was through her amazing cooking. 
That would be followed with gifts, and eventually there would be the goodbyes. And yet, leaving those holiday gatherings, I remember the meaninglessness that I felt in knowing that all of us were there with masks on. That while we said we were this wonderful, connected family, the reality is none of us had any idea where each other really was, what each other was really struggling with. None of us had cared enough to remove our mask to the point of asking the questions that would really connect us. You know, these patterns are normal. These cycles are normal. I realized that when my husband and I got married, we began our own patterns and our own cycles. It's hard to see the cycles when you're the one creating them and you're the one living them out. But we began to learn, we begin to learn these dance moves where I do this, then you do that. And many of these things are subconscious. We don't even realize they're going on. Um, But reality is what they do is they begin to make things all the same. We begin to experience a, a Groundhog's Day effect, if you will, where days and celebrations and holidays, vacations, they all seem to be the same. And life gets extremely boring. There was a time in my life about nine years ago where I just got really fed up with that. I was done. I knew that I was created for an adventure. I was created to wake up jumping out of bed, excited for a new day to start. And that 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 was something I needed to find a way to experience on a regular basis in my life. And so in my husband and I's journey of searching, we began to find that one of the significant things that was missing in our life or that was keeping us from experiencing this sense of adventure was a vision to realize that we are creative beings. We're designed to create the future we long for out of the desires of our heart. As we listen to these desires and find a way to bring them about, life becomes an adventure, an ever-changing, evolving, creative process of becoming. Every day, is what offers us that if we're willing to embrace it. Now, there's a lot of different types of visions. The types of visions that I'm focused on today is the simplest and quickest way to add meaning to a gathering or a get-together of people or just simply a day, whatever it is. For me, it starts when I begin to notice some level of maybe negative emotion like Maybe I notice that I'm nervous or I'm anxious or I'm dreading something that's about to happen. The moment I notice those emotions, I stop myself and I ask myself, what is, what am I feeling? What is this emotion that I'm experiencing? Maybe it's, you know, what I just mentioned, those, maybe one of those threes. So once I get clear what emotion it is, then I ask myself a question, something like this. Like I might say, what am I dreading? Or what am I nervous about? Or what am I anxious about? Whatever it is, I let myself be with what's there without judgment. I recently found myself in this exact situation as we were preparing to head for Thanksgiving with my extended family. Now, this is one of my top highlights of my year every year. I have 
There's seven kids in my family. I love getting together. We have a huge family and we're loud and crazy and it's a huge highlight. But this year I began to notice I had some negative emotions around it. And so I clued in like, what is that? What am I experiencing? And I noticed for me, I was experiencing dread. I started asking myself questions about that. Like, what am I dreading? And it came to my attention that what I was dreading was an activity we had decided to do this year at Thanksgiving, which was to go through what we call the family save boxes. Now, my parents have recently divorced after 40 years of marriage, and my mom just got access to these boxes. So this Thanksgiving, we were all going to be together, and we were going to sit down and go through them. And I began to realize that there was some negative emotions around that for me, and it wasn't just impacting the event of going through the boxes. It was actually flowing into like the overall experience of Thanksgiving itself, which is a three or four day gathering for my family. So as I got curious, like, what is that about? What am I dreading? And what's the dread about? Like I got that it was about the save boxes, but what else? And so as I thought more, I realized it was, I was scared of the uncertainty. You know, things like what memories would I not want to think about? You know, being the middle of seven kids, like, would there be very many memories of me? How would I handle that? And another one was, was I ready to face the memories that would come out as I saw that box? And so as I caught the dread about a week before the holiday gathering and got honest about what it was, I realized I needed a vision. I needed something that in the moment I could grab onto that would hold me help me in creating what I really wanted rather than giving in to what I feared might happen. This little vision nugget is a six-word question, and it is, what am I committed to cause? As I thought about this Thanksgiving gathering, I thought about what I most wanted to experience, and I knew that what I most longed for was connection. So my vision for the three days that we would be together, was I am committed to cause connection. As the weeks, as the days got closer to the event, now that I had this vision, I would notice the dread occasionally and I'd remind myself of my vision, what I am committed to cause connection, and it would help me move through the dread and get off of it. So we get together and my family it, it was an incredible time. We laughed, we played games, we cooked, we ate, we enjoyed life together. And when the time came for us to go through the memory boxes, I wish I could tell you I jumped in with both feet and caused connection everywhere. However, that isn't reality. I resisted. I found myself laying on the floor, saying I was tired, my stomach hurt. I watched my sisters go through the boxes and laugh and connect as they went through what they were discovering in the boxes. That night when I went to bed, I was disappointed. I'd not accomplished what I committed to. As I sat with that, I realized I have the opportunity to go again. It's not too late. We're only two days in to a three-day event. And this one moment doesn't need to foretell the whole weekend. So I decided I was going to go again. And that opportunity came the next morning as many of us were standing in the kitchen. I decided to be vulnerable about my way of being the night before and, you know, 
just ask them to forgive me for how I'd shown up and really call out the elephant in the room and explain what I recognized was behind my lack of participation. Now, much to my surprise, my siblings were so grateful that I shared because I didn't realize they were making up stories about what was going on for me and how maybe they were a, a part of what what they were noticing for me. And so as I shared, they got vulnerable and they shared. And here we are standing in the kitchen, connecting over what just 12 hours before had been complete disconnect. And it really blew my mind. It was amazing to me that even though I didn't show up the way I wanted in the moment, I had still brought about connection. My vision had become a reality, even in all my fumbling and, you know, finding out what I didn't, what wasn't working, I somehow find a, found a way to bring about what I actually was clear that I was committed to. So the impact that we can create through our lives is so powerful. Our ability to do that starts with a vision, which brings intention and purpose to what we're up to. Vision, intention, and purpose aid us in overriding the nightmare and instead creating the life we long for. When we choose this, it's, it's literally like everything in our beings, our brains, our creative process, our bodies the universe, God, all of it, if you will, it's like they come to attention. As soon as we get clear that this is what I'm committed to cause, they come to attention and they are like little aids working along with us to bring about what we said we were going to cause. Even in all of our less than perfect attempts, somehow it shows up. What I'm committed to cause shows up as long as I keep showing up and going again as often as needed. So I want to ask you, what are you committed to cause? Maybe you're headed home and you're about to get, get, have dinner with your spouse and there's been conflict between the two of you. What would you be committed to cause if you weren't going to argue, even though that may be what you're afraid is going to happen and you actually were going to cause what you really long for, what would that be? As you think about what's coming up in your life that you might find yourself not looking forward to or experiencing a bit of anxiety or dread, ask yourself if you could have something other than what you're anxious about happening, what would that be? Maybe you decide you're afraid that, you know, there's going to be separation the way there has been in the last few times you've gotten together, but maybe you decide this time you'd really like to experience peace. So your vision becomes, I am committed to peace. As you enroll yourself in that vision, your creativity, the problem solver in your brain, your imagination, they all start to work with you to find a way to cause peace. And let me tell you, it is so much more fun to witness the power of your impact when you live in vision than it is to sit in Groundhog's Day watching the same events play out that you've been watching play out for years. 
So if you could cause what you want to experience today, tomorrow, or some special event that you have coming up, what would you be committed to cause? If you liked what you heard today, please subscribe and then share this podcast with a friend. For more resources or to contact me, please go to my website, beautifuloutcome.com. I look forward to connecting with you again soon.